there we have it it is showtime welcome back to the tavern it is episode 81 so good morning good afternoon or good evening wherever the fuck you happen to be out there on the globe today coming to you direct from the oasis deep in the heart of the cowichan valley episode 81 of tavern talk shortages everywhere are you fucking prepared with the simplest things starting to come up short, such as nuts and bolts. Also, groceries all over the place. I went shopping the other day, and I was astounded at how empty the grocery shelves were. In a store that's usually quite fully stocked. These are just the beginning, folks. Shortages are going to be massive come this fall. Are you prepared? I mean, after all, I was in a hardware store looking for some lag bolts and the bins were all empty. Talking to a clerk, he'd mentioned that they'd had numerous shortages in the past month. Also, I've been working on a job uh, locally and lots of things we were chasing for that kept coming up short. Had to go to a couple of different stores for everything. It was just downright insanity. Well, you know, this is a canary in the coal, not coal mine, folks. It is almost too late to get any preps in. So if you've been thinking about prepping, if you're prepping, if you're wanting to know what to do, you don't have much time left. Left A couple of months. I suggest you buy in bulk, buy early, buy often, and stock up as much as you possibly can. And, well, after all, it's not all doom and gloom. We have lots of great tips here tonight. Some good old bitching and complaining here at the tavern. I suggest that you come in out of the dark, settle down by the fire, have a drink, and fall down some rabbit holes with me. Because I've been abandoned tonight. I'm all by myself. I don't have my co-host because my co-host was too busy doing other things and felt that this show was no longer important enough to show up for. What the hell? We're going to do it anyway. Off we go with the fun. Let's get started with a few little things here. Our weekly spiritual reading has been preempted this week because I have something that I thought was a little interesting and different from our usual weekly spiritual reading, reading from the Bible. We have some old hillbilly wisdom, which is so pertinent for the times we are in. All right, let's get started. Old hillbilly wisdom. Your fences need to be horse high, pig tight, and bull strong. Keep skunks, bankers, and politicians at a distance. Life is simpler when you plow around the stump. A bumblebee is considerably faster than a John Deere tractor. Words that soak into your ears are whispered, not yelled. The best sermons are lived, not preached. If you don't take time to do it right, you'll find time to do it twice. Don't corner something that is meaner than you. Don't pick a fight with an old man. If he's too old to fight, he'll just kill you. It don't take a very big person to carry a grudge. You cannot unsay a cruel word. Every path has a few puddles. When you wallow with pigs, expect to get dirty. 
Don't be banging your shin on a stool that's not in the way. Borrowing trouble from the future doesn't deplete the supply. Most of the stuff people worry about ain't never going to happen anyway. Don't judge folks by their relatives. Silence is sometimes the best answer. Don't interfere with something that ain't bothering you none. Timing has a lot to do with the outcome of a rain dance. If you find yourself in a hole, the first thing to do is stop digging. Absolutely. And then build yourself some stairs to get the fuck out of it. Sometimes you get and sometimes you get got. The biggest troublemaker you'll ever have to deal with watches you from the mirror every morning. Always drink upstream from the herd. Good judgment comes from experience, and most of that comes from bad judgment. Letting the cat out of a bag is a whole lot easier than putting it back in. If you get to thinking you're a person of some influence, try ordering somebody else's dog around. Live a good, honorable life, then when you get older and think back, you'll enjoy it a second time. Live simply, live generously, care deeply, speak kindly, leave the rest to God. Most times, it just gets down to common sense, which is unfortunately in serious short supply in the world today. Robin Williams once compared Canada to a really nice apartment or over a meth lab, while another U.S. comedy, a comedian, called this country the designated driver of North America. Are these idolized characteriz characterizations accurate? Well, um... Sometimes, yeah, but lately it sounds like it's more like Canada's a, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's not even an okay apartment over a meth lab anymore. It's almost like it's the, it's the, it's the, uh, it's where they cut the meth that was cooked in the meth lab downstairs now. All right. Well, let's get moving along and get this rocking. First video, right out the gate here. I've got one for you. Don't mess with old folks. Man buns definitely suck. Here we go. Today's special video. Make you laugh. At least it made me laugh when I saw it. Oh, where'd it go? Did it take it off video off there? Oh, they got rid of the video. Oh, that sucks wind. Let's see if it's still here. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Oh, just the end of it. Oh, they don't have it. Oh, wait a sec. Wait a sec. Here we go. All right. Let's, let's watch this again. Oh, they've cut the video up into pieces to share it. Fucking twit waters, man. It was really quite cool. Well, well, so much for that. 
well, that's the way it goes. By the time the stuff shows up here, you know, by the time I get to the show, sometimes they've uh, removed it from the intranets, and I don't have a way to capture videos from Twitter yet. All right, let's get rocking and rolling. Where are we gonna Where are we gonna take this shit today? Let's see what we've got. All right, let's go hit this up for a little bit of there we go we've got the covid is back to haunt us i don't have a whole lot on it but there is a lot coming out about the covid crap again they are pushing the third fourth fifth 25th jab on the people right now and of course the world health organization are recommending that everybody masks their ass up again mask up for your health and the health of others you know propaganda heard something today that there are stores in downtown victoria that were requiring people to mask up it's like really what the fuck it's just like pointless it's pointless bullshit everyone's so fucking paranoid let's hear what this twat has to say cases of covid-19 continue to rise putting further pressure on surgical systems and health workers, and also concerned about increasing trends of deaths. The emergency committee on COVID-19 Friday last week and concluded that the virus remains a public health emergency of international concern. The committee noted their concern about several intervening challenges. First... Yeah, okay. So... You know, it's like I keep seeing this shit pop up all over the place, and I'm just, like, astounded with the amount of stupidity that's involved with this. You know, the lead doctor in the States just admitted that they knew that the vaccine wasn't going to prevent the virus, but, you know, it's going to make your symptoms less severe or some shit like that and of course most of the people now getting the back getting the virus are all vaccinated because the unvaccinated people are um, not getting sick if they get sick at all because they caught the virus and now they're immune so as it should be good old natural immunity to it all but i just keep watching this shit pop up we'll end up with some deep dive stuff maybe for next show but just watch it folks we're in the middle of a heat wave here in canada you know and of course the world is panicking over that you know there's been so much stuff lately about uh massive heat wave it's well for us it's 30 degrees oh my god we've never seen yes we have seen 30 degrees before we've seen it many times and you know southern california is whining because it's hit 90 degrees it's melting the streets it's like melting the streets at 90 degrees how come that doesn't happen in arizona where it's 100 degrees i mean come on it's just the amount of bullshit here the amount of bullshit here is just totally fucking insanity i don't even understand where all this crap keeps coming from just downright stupid all right let's see we've got a couple of things here on 
There we go. The Great Reset. Build it back better. Let's go with a couple of things I tossed in here for it. First off, for those that remember our Great Canadian Goose uh, episode, you know, where we followed the Canadian truckers who took over Ottawa for a month and then uh, got prompted. Well, it seems like uh, the banks are fucking with anyone who, who uh, supported the truckers, especially farmers. You know, if they supported the truckers, the banks are denying them loans and other essential stuff they need to keep their keep their um, farms running. You know, low liberal social credit scores by by federal credit by Farm Credit Canada bureaucrats could have resulted in seizure of assets. Let's see what this has to say. Secretly compiled. The FCC Agriculture secretly compiled a blacklist of Freedom Convoy sympathizers and hid the fact in public statements. Please do not complete any investigative work yourself or communicate any information about FCC's approach to customers who voluntarily disclose their involvement. You know, this is, this is downright Orwellian. And they say that Canada's not turned into a fucking uh, nightmare of um, communism. It is. You know, people can disagree with the government and it should have no impact on their banks. What should have impact on your bank accounts is whether or not you pay your fucking loans back. I just thought this was bullshit. We've got so much bullshit going on in the world today. It is just insane. On top of that... Millions of Americans have been shafted after Wall Street vultures are targeting trailer parks. Institutional investors have been buying up local, mo mo local mobile home parks nationwide and then cranking the rent rents up. Now, I've known quite a few people who lived in mobile home parks. I think I lived in one once in my 20s, you know, my early 20s. You know, it was cheap rent. It was very cheap rent to live there. And the thing is, is a lot of people retire to mobile home parks. One, because, you know, they're okay houses if you're okay with no yard and minimal things to take care of. And if you're in a area where the weather doesn't get too cold or too hot, mobile homes can be pretty comfy. But uh, the rent's usually pretty cheap, you know, a couple, three hundred dollars a month. Most anyone can afford that. Now these uh, parks are these companies are buying these parks up, and people who are paying two three hundred dollars a month are finding themselves paying five seven hundred dollars a month. That's significant, folks. You know, if your income is only a thousand dollars a month, 
going from two three hundred dollars a month to five seven hundred dollar a month means not paying hydro eating less food driving less a whole lot of things change the moment your rent goes up you know pay attention to it but this is happening all across the united states it won't be long before it's happening across canada too the other thing i could see them doing is buying up these mobile home parks then uh closing them down and they've done that here in victoria a few times closed down the mobile home parks boot all the mobile homes off and then built condos because there's way more money in building and selling condos than there is in renting something for several decades because they want all their money now and don't want to have it over decades then we've got the amount of stupid in the world for this shit to happen. Here we go. We got a whole new level of stupid people. I say let nature take its course. These are Yellowstone Park tourists walking directly into a bison herd. Let's see, where's the video? Here's the video. Okay, we got the video here. There we are. Fucking morons. This is like a bunch of kids, too. <laughs> They're lucky the bison didn't fucking. Like at any moment, What the hell? It's pretty much my 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 question. What the fuck the hell are they doing? It's like this is the amount of morons we have in the world today. We those are the amount of morons we have in the world today. We really need to let fucking uh, um, what's his name um. Ah, uh, come on. Can't think of his name. Oh, there we go. I forgot to turn the camera on. I should probably go change the, uh, change the screen on it. Oh, come on. You know, the guy that talks about, um, Evolution. Uh, okay, well, his name will come back to me. At any rate, and here we go with more clown world shit. People or capacity for pregnancy. Not even. Oh fuck! See, I get all these cool tweets, and then of course they're removed from Twitter when other places because you know. Well, so much for that one. All right. Clown world at its best. Let's uh, find out. See if this one's gone too. Oh, this one's loading. Oh, that's because they think you're stupid. Yep. Your blood thickens, then clots. What extreme heat can do to your body. This one here kind of got my attention. This was a couple of weeks ago I got this one. Before the heat wave hit and the forecast hit. And I brought in another one here today on that, too. And we'll bring that one up in a minute. But they're, what they're telling you now, they're inventing. 
because of the vaccine, which has fucked up so many people, and nobody really seems to be paying attention to how much it's fucked up people. Well, there's some of us that are paying attention, but those that believe, they believe, they believe that this is the most magnificent thing to happen to humankind in the last hundred years that we've created this magnificent vaccine that is so good that everybody on the planet must have it. But yet it has dozens, hundreds, thousands of side effects. If you've ever seen the report of the side effects, it's eight pages long of side effects written in small print with only a space between all the words not even paragraphs just a continuous barrage of text it's just downright fucking ludicrously insane and because of this they're inventing things like sudden adult death syndrome they're telling you that your blood thickens then clots when, when you're in extreme heat, funny, I don't remember this growing up, people suddenly having thickened blood clots in extreme heat, or this one here, this one here is my new fave, for those of us that like to take naps, oops. Napping regularly is linked to high blood pressure and stroke, a study finds. So if you take naps, which I do, I can't see how a nap would cause high blood pressure. It seems to me a nap would lower your blood pressure because you're relaxing and, you know, getting away from your stress. You know, and many people do it because they sleep poorly at night. Well, that's not true. Some of us walk and work for a living. And sometimes we're tired in the daytime because we sleep at night, but we worked hard all day and we're tired. We need a nap. It's like, it's like you read this shit and it's just like, I got to shake my head. It's like, where the fuck is this crap even coming from? They, they keep pulling this shit out of their ass. And it's just downright insane. And here we go. This is another beauty of the amount of stupid. A lesbian bar in Portland, Oregon opened up. Understand, folks, this is a lesbian bar. Lesbian support, whatever. It shut down after one week because they weren't woke enough. Let that amount of stupid sink into your fucking skull. They weren't fucking woke enough to stay in business. And of course, we got these ludicrous demands. Noodle, noodle fucking boy, big time demands. Where everything belongs to the workers. Now here it is. One week after their grand opening, they were forced to shut down because of complaints that the bar was not a safe space. You know, let's see where we go. Here's the accusations against the bar. Employees created an Instagram account 
page to echo their concerns. They claimed that the owners weren't proactive enough in creating a safe space and accused the owners of racism. The employees also demanded that the bar host free opportunities for education for the community. Eventually, the employees demanded the owners relinquish ownership of the bar and hand the business over to them. The owners were given a 24-hour deadline to adhere to ludicrous demands. Here was their workers' collective. Yesterday, we presented a list of demands, including owner resignation and relinquishing stake to workers, which as of 7 p.m. on 7-4-22 have not, they need to learn, it should say, has not been acknowledged, despite being passed the agreed upon, wait a minute, who agreed? Did the owners agree to this 24-hour deadline? We're giving you a 24-hour deadline. You must agree to it. Well, what if I don't agree to your 24-hour deadline? I own this fucking place. So five days after they uh, opened, the owner said, yeah, fuck this shit. I'm out. Probably cost the owners. They probably lost $10,000, $20,000 in prepping up the bar, bringing in inventory, hiring people, getting started. And they just looked at this shit and said, fuck this, I'm walking away. I'm surprised. I, I personally would have just fired the fucking staff and hired new staff and moved on. Because it's like, it's like I see this shit. And this is so common, especially in cities like Portland, San Francisco, Seattle, Los Angeles, Detroit, New York. Everywhere is deep, dark, fucking blue. Just downright fucking insanity of it all is what it boils down to. Oh, dear God. Our world is fucked in more ways than one. What we're going to do here is we're going to have a little bit of fun while I'm going down this libtard back page crap. Because, well, I can. That's why. Just, I'm going to wander through my Twitter feed real quick and see what the hell I have in it that uh, will make it very entertaining for the next uh, few minutes. Because my Twitter feed is usually quite entertaining. Oh, when it loads. Must know I can't get it loaded at the moment. Oh, here we go. Let's see what we got here. Okay, we've got something here that I need to uh, kind of look at here and see what the hell we've got. Actually, what we'll do, we'll just bring this over. Let's bring this over here and all right. Let's see what the hell we got. Something Camel Camel Toe Harris is talking about.
Okay, yeah, I get it. What the fuck is she talking about? Um, all right, let's see what else we got in here. Middle-aged alcoholic aunt who just took a free bowl and alley night selfie before heading out to meet her tender date named Chuck. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's see what we got. Anything good? A library in New York advertised a youth pride camp for kids as young as fourth grade where they can speak to counselors about gender and sexuality. Why don't we just call them groomers and pedophiles now? That's where they're at. They're, they're beyond. They're beyond that. You know, I heard some other interesting information about this and, uh, it's uh, kind of interesting. It's part of the gen uh, um, not genetics. Um, gen shit, I can't think of it. Uh, population control. They're getting people to self sterilize themselves. They're calling it transitioning now. They'll transition male to female or female to male, but they have their vital organs for producing babies removed or permanently damaged to the point where they won't be able to. But this is just wrong. Fourth grade in youth pride. I mean, come on. Fourth graders have no clue about sex or sexuality. They don't even have any, any clue. I got a great little story about that. Happened to me, I think it was last week when I was uh, at the market. It was kind of interesting. You know, there's a person at the market that sells these really cool suckers okay they're mustache shaped suckers they're mustache mold suckers because you know everybody likes a mustache i mean look at this marvelous one here gorgeous mustache so at any rate the point is is that there was a little girl eating her mustache sucker and she came over to my booth and she was looking there chatting her dad was with her and she held the mustache up and says look at this i have a mustache i'm a boy okay cool nice mustache and then she dropped it down looked at me and giggled and said no i'm just kidding i'm a girl really that's kids and this kid couldn't have been much more than six maybe seven years old that's kids kids have no clue and if you don't push them one way or another they'll figure it out They'll get to the point where they'll decide or they'll realize that they're actually a girl or a boy. Not unlike the world today, it's like, oh my God, my two-year-old says she's a girl. He's a boy, but he says he says he's a girl. Oh my God, he's a girl. Let's get him in dresses. Let's get him. Let's get him on pre-hormone training and everything else. Let's get him transitioning now. It's like, no, no, no. You're fucking that kid up for life. You know. They, their brain's not developed. Their cognitive abilities aren't developed. 
Hell, we don't even as men, we don't even fucking stop uh start developing till we're about our till we're about 32, 33. Then we actually start to think for ourselves. Or dick stop thinking for us about that time. Women, they generally stop they generally start thinking around uh 24, 25. You know, but that's the way it works. It always has worked that way. It's the world's just fucked. Let's see what else we got here. Anything interesting in Twitter feed? Um, no, my Twitter feed's rather boring right now. Of course it is, because I'm doing a show and I decided to examine my Twitter feed. Oh, okay, this is what they're talking about. Biden doesn't blink? Can't be pro insurrection and pro democracy. Now, there's something wrong with that face, man. Seriously, at the moment. Aside from the fact that he went, you know, eleven seconds without blinking. We'll go to the seventeen second mark. Nothing. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. Anything else? Dutch farmer convoys. Camel toe Harris. Yay for heels up Harris. All right, there's nothing here. All right, well we'll 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 give it a, we'll give it a pass. Let's see what else I got here. I've got all kinds of miscellaneous stuff here. And let's see here. There was something here. Oh, this is old news now. There was a solar storm that came creeping towards Earth um, on July 18th. This happened a couple weeks ago. This would have been in time for last week's show. But um, we had a big solar storm, so anyone who happened to have clear skies at the time probably got to see a really wonderful uh, northern lights. Let's see what else we've got here. No, I've got all kinds of miscellaneous things. Not as much as I usually have, so this may just be a short show for me tonight. Mainly because I'm by myself and I'm not practiced anymore at uh, soloing this. Alright. Now well, we got something from, uh, from the brat. Your terms are acceptable. Let's see what this is. Women threatening a sex strike over Roe versus Wade. Okay. All right. No, that's not what I wanted. I didn't want to click on the fucking ad. Damn sneaky bastards. Let's see what he has to say. I've heard some people suggest that women should have a sex strike in response to the overturning of Roe v. Wade. All I can say is that it's a response to Dobbs. Not have sex with some douchebag pretty unworthy of you because he's not going to make a friend with you or the child you both create. We consider that a win. <laughs> We're ending the hookup culture until you let us kill babies again. Your terms are acceptable. 
Yeah, if only. And some of those women that are threatening sex strikes, yeah. They're not even worth the effort to try and find a hole. You just find a fold in them and screw that, I suppose. All right, let's see what we got here. CNN host Van Jones gets it. Latinx. I never met a Latinx. Nobody talks that way. Well, yeah, that's fucking... That's fucking stupid. Okay, I'm going to leave that one go. I don't know what to do with it. Okay. Let's see what this one is here. World's manliest dad fights up a gunman at a gas station while holding a baby and doesn't even drop his cigarette. Okay, dokie. Let's see what we got here. Play, you stupid thing. Loading, loading, loading. Get the doggies loading. Right. Kick him up, kick him out, kick him up, kick him out. Okay. Yeah, okay. This is just poor crap. All right. Let's cover up some stocking prep stuff as we started out the show talking to you about the shortages that are coming. You need to be prepared. If you're not prepared, you're going to hate life in the next two years. It's going to be really tough for you. There's going to be shortages, and they are coming. If you're not paying attention, you need to. Just go into the grocery stores and look what's missing from the shelves, or look at the shelves that seem to have more of the same product than they used to, and have less of products that you remember seeing there. No, you're not being gaslit. It's really happening. Let's start off with some growing tips. One acre or less. I can tell you, on less than an acre, you can produce a lot of food. And it takes some effort. You need to build beds, build them semi-close together, you know, plant the right things in the right spot in your yard. You do need to put some planning into it. I've already made the mistake of not properly planning all mine, you know, and having it not truly work. You know, map out everything. You do want a greenhouse if you can fit one in there. An 8x12 greenhouse is fittable. Put a couple of beds in the greenhouse so you can continue growing stuff in the greenhouse even when the weather turns poor. You know, get up your infrastructure. Figure out your crops. You know, some foods that are easy to grow and provide a lot of nutrition, potatoes, 
Sweet potatoes, not for everybody. They're hard to grow where I live. Root vegetables such as carrots, carrots, turnips, rutabaga, beets. Salad vegetables, lettuces and cabbages. Leguine, leguine, legumes, legumes, peas, beans. You know, real easy to grow a lot of that. You know, throw in some fun stuff like corn, peppers, tomatoes, all of that. You'll want to grow as many tomatoes as you can because tomatoes, easy to can. Can them up for your winter storage, carry you through to the following year. I'm still using tomato sauce that I canned last year. Hmm. Yeah, look at that. I'm getting bored and tired with myself here. What the hell? Anybody even here? No, nobody's here. Oh, we got three people listening. But nobody in the chat windows. Come on, folks. We got three of you listening to me, and I'm not even doing all that great a job tonight. Livestock, if you can get them, squeeze in some chickens. I managed to squeeze in some chickens, and of course, I bought myself six chickens. At least I was told they were all chickens. I paid the extra money to have them sexed to make sure I got chickens. Turns out, I ended up with a transgender chicken. It grew up and decided it didn't want to be a chicken. It wanted to be a rooster. Not that I mind. Problem is, is where I live, I'm not allowed to have roosters. I'm sure my neighbors are pissed right about now because for the last two weeks, he's been noisy as fuck. He's going back to the farm this week, unfortunately. But he did manage to get himself laid before he's heading back to the farm. When I was walking out there the other day, I heard some squawk and looked over. He had himself a, a hen pinned to the ground and was banging away. So he got himself laid before he's going back to the farm. So my first eggs coming out of those chickens might actually be fertilized. And if one of them decides to be broody, I'll let her sit on the eggs and see if they hatch. So at any rate, I just thought that was funny. A little, little aside. But chickens are easy. I've talked to someone I know that if you want something even easier and smaller area is rabbits. Raise rabbits and, and raise rabbits for meat. You know, there's always a way to add some livestock that you can either get, that you can get your proteins out of. Don't depend on it for living off of, but add it to your mix of everything else you're growing. You know, if you have space, get yourself a goat. Get yourself a female goat so you can get the milk. You know, goat's milk is really good. They take up a little space and goats pretty much eat fucking anything. If you've got a place where weeds grow continuously, put the goat there. That'll take care of that problem. You got even more space, get pigs. Even more space, get a cow. You know, just lots of really good stuff here. On that stocking and storage stuff, we'll come back to that. Let's go talk a little bit. Since we talked about chickens, let's go deal with chickens are downright fucking lunatic crazy. Chicken TV is a real thing. I should record some videos and play them here. You know. In fact, what I'm going to do here, let's go upload that. And then I can possibly play it. At any rate. Chicken mistakes you should never make. There's two blood in there, so... Having a chicken coop that's too small. Yes, don't make your chicken coop too small. They don't like that. Protect them from predators. You really got to protect them from predators. Not counting your chicken flock. Keep counting your flock. You don't know if anything happens if you don't count them. It's like I count mine almost daily. 
you know, how will you know if predators came in and ate them if you're not keeping count of them? Do not let your chickens into your garden during the growing season. You will have nothing left. They will demolish it. They will eat it down to the bone. They pretty much eat everything. Don't overspend on your chicken feed. You know, currently about a 50 pound bag of feed cost me about 25 bucks here in Canada. It varies, you know, 20, 25, 30 bucks. Right now, I'm stocking up on feed because prices are going up. We're going to have shortages, and I want to have enough feed to carry me for quite some time. Stored properly, chicken feed can last for a very long time. Last for a year or two if you store it properly. Expose them to light and all that jazz. Let's go check this out and see if this uploaded the way I wanted it to. Let's go see if we got this. Loading, loading, loading. Come on. Yep, there it is right there. Let's see if it'll play. Come on, load up and play. Come on. There we go. <laughs> oh, one more time. There you go. All right. There's a there's our rooster hard at work <laughs> telling the neighborhood he exists. Problem with him is he does that. He does that at um, 5.30 in the morning, 6.30, 7.30, 10.30, noon, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6, 7. He's, he's doing it all fucking day. It doesn't really bother me all that much, but I'm sure it's pissing off the neighbors. And because I have limitations on keeping those, well, I've got to get rid of him. Got to send him back to the farm. All right. Here's another good one for you. Free chicken coop plans. These are some nice free chicken coop plans you can get for making your smell small chicken coops. Easy access to the laying boxes and cleaning them out. You know, I built a chicken coop myself out of plans for my head based on an idea I saw from a buddy of mine. So... Other ideas how to help help your chickens keep their cool. I may have to do some of these this week because it got up to 36 degrees. In fact, it's still 31 degrees out there. And uh, I'm not sure what's that temperature. What's, what's that for those of you who happen to live in the States? Let's see what 36 degrees Fahrenheit or Celsius is. 96 degrees is what it got up to today. And it's currently 31, so it's still 87 degrees out there for those of you who live in the States. So downright bloody hot. So here's some ideas on how to keep them cool. Panting, heat stroke, wings spread to their sides, release extra heat, loss of appetite, lethargic, less active, diarrhea. 
know, I've got none of that. I'm keeping an eye on them. Keep them well watered. Give them shade. My chickens have lots of shade. Ventilation, they got lots of ventilation. You know, their chicken coop has lots of, they got dust baths. You know, I might provide them with some chilled or frozen summer treats, you know. You know, we'll eh, float a fruit in a bowl of water. Let's see. Fresh fruits and veggies. Well, I give them fresh stuff from the garden all the time. Keep the stress low. All those little things there. For those of you that have more than six chickens, six chickens, well, after a little while, you'll have too many eggs, but they've got a nice thing on here on how to create an egg business selling eggs. I think they went overboard with this, but... You know, you can do the tips in here if you're going to sell it. Eggs will be a pretty, they're a pretty good seller. They sell everywhere. How to tame an aggressive rooster. If you got an aggressive rooster, I really don't have one of those. He's a pretty cool rooster. He still eats from my hand. He's going to be pretty pissed off at me when I go to grab him and stuff him in a box. So they're taking back to the farm. Then he'll be pissed at me. Not much I can do about that, though. You know, why roosters attack, all of that miscellaneous stuff. And seven ways to get more eggs from your chickens. Now, you're not going to get them to lay more than once a day. But for some breeds, like the breeds I have, it might be an egg every day and a half. You know, maybe every two days. Because I got heritage hens. Good quality heritage hens. But they will lay eggs a lot longer than the other breeds. You can go find yourself some breeds. Looks like you can help them get through their molt to make the laying easier. You can also add supplemental light in the coop, which keeps artificial light in there. Because they need... 14 hours or more light a day. And when it gets shorter in the fall, they stop laying eggs as often. You know, if you got a broody hen and you don't want her to lay, you'd want her to sit on eggs, or if you don't have a rooster around so you know the eggs aren't fertilized, you want to get her off the broodiness. You know, and breaking the broodiness and removing the nest. And there's a whole bunch of different things in here for chickens. All right. So we got a couple other storage and stocking tips, and I'm going to call this a short show tonight because, well, this is what it is. It is what it is. It'll be a short show because, you know, doing this as a monologue, you know, I bring my stuff. It's about an hour's worth. Amber brings her stuff. It's about an hour's worth. And there we make a two-hour show. And also, you know, talking to somebody else causes my brain to fire off different information and since nobody's chatting in the chat box chat box i've got no feedback as to whether i'm doing any good or not so the fuck with you all all right 24 food items to hoard all right here you go these are things you want to stock up on now it is, today is July 26th, 2022. Harvest starts coming in in the middle of September. 
early October, late October is when we know what the harvest is. And prices will start changing dramatically middle to late October as it's notified that the harvest sucks this year. I can tell you that just from my own experience of growing. I had a bitch of a time getting shit to grow this year. I imagine big time farmers had another big problem. And also now that they are governments such as the Canadian government and I can't think of the other governments right now, but the Canadian government has decided that uh, fertilizer is evil. So they're not going to allow them to use as much fertilizer and try to eliminate it entirely, thereby lowering the amount of crops that are output. All right, so stock up on meat. Okay, as much as you can, freeze it, dry it, cure it, whatever you want to do. Eggs. Now, if you're going to store eggs, you need fresh eggs. And I had this discussion with someone recently asking me if I'd done any egg storage yet. And I said, no, because I haven't gathered any, I haven't got eggs for my chicken yet. So, well, what about buying from a farm stand? Well, that's a good idea. Problem is, you need to go to that farm stand, find the owner, and ask them if they wash their eggs before they put them out for sale. Because if they wash their eggs before they put them out for sale, you can't store them in lime water or you can't store them in their shell. It just can't be done because that bloom that protects the egg has been washed off of it. So you can't store them that way. You can store them by opening them up, scrambling them, freezing them, that works, or freeze drying them, or there are ways to dehydrate eggs. So you can store them that way, but you won't be able to store them in lime water or any of the other ways that you can store fresh whole eggs for up to two years. So you have to be pay paying attention to that. Okay, whey powder. You want whey powder. Cheese. Now, cheese is something you can store in several ways. One, you can freeze dry it. I've tried dehydration. It doesn't work so well. But you can also freeze cheese. You know, and if properly stored, some wax cheeses will last for years. I've seen some videos of, of people on YouTube who have bought cheese in the store, regular cheddar cheese, and then they coated it in the cheese wax stuff and then stored it a year later, took it out. It slightly shrunk, but it was still edible and still good. So you can store it for a year or more. Fats, you'll want to store fats, oil, butter, ghee, lard. You know, all of that stuff. Breakfast cereals, dried milk, freeze-dried milk. <clears throat> now, you can buy the skim milk if you're lucky enough to have a freeze-dryer like I, I, I have. You can create your own freeze-dried milk out of whole milk and have better tasty milk. Potato flakes. And potato flakes, you can make both, both freeze-dried and dehydrated. Just boil yourself up some potatoes. Put them in the freeze dryer or in the dehydrator. Grind them up, package them up, store them long term. Potato flour, which is also another term for potato starch. Now, if you're like me and you like to experiment, I wanted to make my own instant hash browns. I initially tried to just shred potatoes and dehydrate them. They turn black. So I learned 
you must blanch potatoes before you dehydrate them or freeze dry them. And I decided I would freeze dry some first to see how they came out and then reconstitute and see how they cook back. Well, they're okay for for shredded potatoes or hash browns, freeze-dried. They're not all that great. The best way to make hash browns uh, for long-term storage is to dehydrate them. And to do that, you must blanch them. Now, you make your shredded potatoes, you rinse them, then you throw them in a pot of water for blanching. Now, after you've done several pounds of potatoes in one pot of water, that pot of water is pretty thick with starch. Now that starch can be dehydrated, or in my case, I freeze-dried it. And I ended up making my own potato flour or potato starch. So, because I took that water, which was so thick with potato starch, and I just put it in a tray and then freeze-dried it. I could have dehydrated it to accomplish the same thing. Freeze-drying gives you longer life storage than dehydration does. So you'll want that. Cider vinegar, apple cider vinegar, pear cider, whatever cider vinegar you can get. Now, making your own is easy enough. All you do is go gather yourself some apples and then go create your vinegar. There's lots of recipes online to do it. It's basically, you take some apples, slice them up, core and all, throw them in a jar, fill it with water, put a little burper on top of it, or even put cheesecloth on top. Actually, it's better with cheesecloth. Put cheesecloth on top, rubber banded on there. Just make sure that the apples stay below the water line and then ferment it. 30 days later, you will have apple cider vinegar. It does work. And it's really good vinegar. Baking soda, as much as you can store. Honey, as much as you can store, unless you happen to know a beekeeper or you have bees of your own. Molasses, pickling salt. Pickling salt is a big one. Nice thing about pickling salt is you can use it as your daily salt on everything else, too. I use it in my recipes. I use it everywhere. I use pickling salt. The big thing, the pickling salt has got a fancy name to it, but what it means is good, clean salt. Non-iodized. Doesn't have a whole bunch of crap in it. That way it doesn't discolor or damage your stuff when you pickle stuff. Dried fruit, jelly and jams, peanut butter, coconut milk, powdered drink mixes, seltzer water, protein bars, seasonings, seasoning, 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 spices, 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 folks. Grow your own if you can. If you can't, stock up on it because bland food sucks. All right, a couple other quick items here. And then we will close this out. All right. Here's 23 things a prepper never throws away. Dryer lint, plastic soda water bottles, old shoes and boots, old clothes, wood scraps, cord, wire, spare nuts, used candles, broken crayons, broken pencils, zip ties, coffee grounds, vegetable scraps, hair clippings, soap chips. Toilet paper rolls, broken rubber bands, expired honey. Did, what? What do you mean expired honey? Honey doesn't fucking expire. Anyone that throws out honey because it has a date on the jar that says expired has fucking lost their cord. All right, never. And, and rusted tools, metal breath mint containers, plastic milk jugs, paper clips. So that's a pretty good list. 
of things to never throw away. Weird survival items that might save your life. Let's see what we've got. Weird survival items that might save your life. Mouthwash. Well, it's 25% alcohol. You can use it for many things. You can use it for an anti-antibiotic, anti, uh, anti antibacterial, antiseptic. Dental floss. Very useful. Pantyhose. A bandana. I wear one all the time. Socks. Vodka. You want lots and lots of vodka or other high-proof alcohol. Cans. Heavy-duty garbage bags. Steel wool. And more. All right. Let's cover up one last item, and we're going to call this a show. All right. The EU Parliament has declared fossil fuel to be green energy as climate change narrative self-destructs. Go away. All right. The, the EU Parliament has just announced a decision that's causing fraudulent climate change narrative to self-destruct. The EU Parliament backs labeling gas and nuclear investments as green. There you go, folks. They'll be changing their tune real soon when winter sets in in Europe. All right. That pretty much it. I've got that's all I've got. I don't I don't have a whole lot more. Anybody chatting in the windows? Nope, nobody's chatting. Four people are watching, but Hello folks. Thank you for coming out. And uh, we're going to uh, call this. It is a show. A little bit of music to carry us on out of here. Thanks everyone for showing up. It's a short show tonight, but it is a show. These are the days of thunder. We're going to make time stand still. A quarter after midnight And I'm watching the wall Sometimes I feel so uptight I just can't sleep at all Every day doing the same old thing We're losing time the weekend comes, we gotta have some fun and rewind. These are the days of thunder. We're gonna make time stand still. We gotta feel the hunger. Hanging over the edge just to taste the thrill. Choking off our air. We need to grab some lightning. Friday's almost here. Caught in a web, we need to cut this thread. We're hanging by. Where is it said you have to be half dead to survive? These are the days of thunder. We're gonna make. Time 
gotta stand still. We gotta feel the hunger. You know it is just a taste of folks that's all i've got for you now take care bye bye Adios. Oh, oh.